ಮಂಗಳಂ ಗುರುದೇವಾಯ ದೇವ್ಯೇ ಮತ್ರಿಕ್ಷ ಮಂಗಳಂ ಮಂಗಳಂ ಭಕ್ತ ಬೃಂದೇವ್ಯೋ ಸರ್ವಲೋಕಾಯ ಮಂಗಳಂ ಓಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಕಾಯಚರ್ಮಸರ್ವಧರ್ಮಸ್ವರೂಪಿಣೆ ಅವತಾರವರಿಷ್ಠಾಯ ರಾಮಕೃಷ್ಣಯ ಮಂಗಳಂ ಓಂ ಸಾರಶೀವ ಸಮಾರಂಭಂ ಶಂಕರಚಾರ ಮಧ್ಯಮಂ ಅಶ್ಮರಚಾರ ಪ್ರಾಯಂತಂ ವಂದೇ ಗುರುಂ ಪರಂಪರಂ ಸೊ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ವೀಕ್ ವಿ ರೆಡ್ stuck a little bit here last week we read from the uh we told i gave you some of the background story of the uh, of the shrimad devi from the shrimad devi bhagavatam of the devi gita a couple of you weren't here you know the devi gita have you heard of this text good and so uh the in a very just way because we have to weave it in today's discussion also it's important the um when sati disappeared from this world when she gave up her body and Shiva went into to do austerity the divine mother was no longer obviously in ac- access to everybody and so the world became very inauspicious people began to feel that they were orphaned without connection to the divine mother who of course is everywhere and during that time when demon came up tarakasura and he did tremendous austerity to get a boon from lord brahma lord brahma gave him the boon Actually, Jesse, what would you what boon do you want? He says, I want to be immortal. Of course, there are always demons always ask this boon. He he said, that's not possible. Uh, 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 that's not a thing to, anything that's born has to die. So he asked, okay, knowing that Shiva has no wife and no children, and his, his wife has not been born, uh, uh, um, he's lost in meditation for thousands of years. He said, I, should, I will only be able to be killed by the legitimate son of Shiva. So legitimate there's no legitimate son of Shiva there's no wife of Shiva so he figured he was safe right and so with that power he took over the three worlds became a, a tyrant a typical tyrant and demon as I mean the stories get told again and again <coughs> uh, the gods not knowing what to do they went to lord vishnu for help lord vishnu then gave him some beautiful advice he spent quite a bit of time last week talking about <coughs> he says that that uh, the problem is that you've forgotten her you seem that you're not connected with her but she is right here right now your connection with her is eternal so you have to go and do austerity go t- go into the himalayas and meditate do tapasya and that's the theme today uh, the theme will be uh, this word tapasya will come again and again in these mantras uh, and so we actually maybe i wrote down from last time they the gods headed by lord vishnu with the gods in went to the himalayas high in the himalayas and they began to do actually it's not given a specific time tradition says thousands of divine years so it means hundreds of thousands of years austerity by r- recorded by their lifespan tremendous austerity but what they did they mentioned they did they did purush we mentioned we went through each one of these last week purush charana purush charana is chanting uh, a japa mantra for 100000 times per syllable of the mantra it's incredible uh, important sadhana they did uh, amba yagya they did fire ceremony special uh, uh, very complicated something like that you would we the, the modern day version of is a chandi chandi homa something like that it was this is before the chandi homa it would have been like that a, a very elaborate fire sacrifices they they took the undertook difficult uh, vrats of a uh, fasting one of them is mentioned is the chandra vrat chandra vrat chandra vratam is you you start from the uh, new moon from the full moon on the full moon you take 14 handfuls of food right and then the, the next day on the uh, you take 13 handfuls of food only the next day you take 12 handfuls of food 11 10 up to amabasha where you fast completely 
and then again next day one handful of food next day second handful of food like that so that's a very difficult vrat so they were doing very difficult not just you know skipping rice on a kadasi or something very difficult um, um, austerities <coughs> uh, extreme austerities uh, they did uh, uh, they were doing dhyana dhyana medi- deep meditation some were meditating some were doing nam prayana reciting doing kirtan and recitation of the, of, of the divine name some of them were chanting the thousand names uh, different sahasranama uh, lita sahasranama devi sahasranama parvati these type of things would be chanted they were reciting shuktas and stotrams like Devi Shuktam, Purusha Shuktam, these uh, Durga Shuktam, today the mantra comes from Durga Shuktam. <coughs> they were uh, uh, fasting, they were doing nyasa, you've written quite a bit on this, uh, they're uh, uh, sanctifying their body with nyasas and things like that, these mantras. And it's a, they were doing, especially they were doing mantras of, they were doing meditation, and this is the secret of today's verse also, one of the hidden meanings of today's verse, of the Hileka uh, mantra or the Maya Bija. Uh, Rimkara, the mantra Rim, they were meditating on Bij mantras. So you can see, you can imagine the scene somewhere high in the Himalayan, all the gods have retired. We call it Dev Bhumi, this is where the gods live, this is where the gods themselves do sadhana. What are they doing? There's Kirtan, there's people meditating, there's people reciting, there's Vedic mantras being chanted, the, uh, uh, people are fasting, people are doing different, people are also uh, meditating between fires, all the different things we read about. They're doing these austerities. And just then, a, a tremendous pillar, an infinite pillar of light shows up. We spent last week, I don't want to overdo, because we spent last week talking, this, this pillar of light shows up. And they become overwhelmed, not knowing, not, it says it was infinitely high, infinitely low, and infinite in the middle. Like 10,000 suns, cooling like 10,000 moons. Very beautiful description. An overwhelming light. Uh, then they, be, they close their eyes, not being able to hold. And slowly, they, 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 they pulled themselves together and tried to look into that light. And that light then took on the form of a goddess. Bhuvaneshwari Devi, beautiful, describing with re- red body, red cloth, holding certain. Uh, 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 um, I think she holds a, a, a noose and a goad and a few important things that are symbols of uh, Bhuvaneshwari Devi. And then, but still, they're so overwhelmed. Of course, first they're overwhelmed by this infinite uh, pillar of light, uh, uh, and then they're overwhelmed by seeing her beautiful form, beautifully described. I mean. We, we, we read that last week very elaborately described all even the the her uh, beetle nut that she's chewing with camphor and mint every little detail these are all auspicious signs and they get overwhelmed and they, they get overwhelmed by emotion right and not knowing I mean what what can you say about her for starters she's an infant pillar of light and then she's what can you say about her the words they've never experienced anything like this we've never experienced anything like this what will we say when we see that we experience it. What can we say? So they resorted to what they've learned. They they recite they recited hymns like were in the Vedas. They so said they they praised her with Vedic hymns, and the hymn that they that they chant it's about maybe twelve verses or so. The first five are considered the most important. The first five because the first five are literally Vedic hymns. They're found. It's hard to say literally Vedic hymns because that's not a, a title is a is a is hard to. Uh, What's your standard for what's a Vedic hymn? But they're found in 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 accepted in 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 in, in, uh, in the Vedic canon, in the Shakti Upanishads, in the Rig Veda, and the Taittirtaya Upanishad. These mantras, they pulled these mantras and they recited these. So these five are the ones that kind of I got inspired to speak. This is why we kind of broke our series, and I wanted to speak on this. Uh, um, but actually, after these five, the other ones are also very beautiful. There's a lot of very interesting things about Vedanta and Tantra and 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 
and and um, so last week we did this one mantra, the first mantra, Namo Devi Mahadevi Shivaye Sitatam Namaha Namapakrite Bhadraye Niyataha Pranata Smatam. And so that's a common we chant. It's in the Chandi. the The same mantra appeared when the when the when the when the gods, when Shumba Nishumba again took over the heavens, and the gods were uh, lost everything. But this time they remember it a long time ago when, when um, who uh, Buffalo Demon uh, Mahishasura took over, right? She came and saved us. She gave us a boon that any time when we remember her, she comes and saves our solves our problem. So this is a secret, actually. Forgetting her is our pro- cause of our problem. Remembering her is solve, solves our problem. And so they, they Namo Devi Maha, they started with this mantra. They started a mantra, and then that Yadevi Sarvabhuteshu, that whole, that beautiful litany, the Yadevi, where she appears in everything, as everything, in every state of consciousness, every state of existence. Right? They remembered her, and then immediately she appeared. With the question, who are you praising? Actually, one of the great lines in the Chandi, who is it that you're praising here? Mm-hmm. Like, what the, all the gods are doing, who is who's being praised here? Right, and then she herself answered, it is me, right, after, it's the gods are praising me after having everything taken away by the demons, after forgetting me. And then she appears as Koshiki and important scenes happen. So the same mantra, Namo Devi Mahadevi, in the simple meaning we last week, O Goddess, Devi, Mahadevi, O Great Goddess, O Shiva, O Auspicious, uh, uh, O Pakriti, Pakritye, O You Are Nature, Badra, You Are Good, or Beneficent. But then we went a little bit, we pulled these mantras apart. Uh, that Devi means light, shining, which means, and the, and the yogis have interpreted this mantra, Devi or Deva means the Atman, the Self. Mahadevi is, Mahadeva or Mahadevi is the Paramatma, right? And then Shiva, we justified in our explanation, is the Brahman. So you have Atma, Paramatma, and Brahman. And then Bhadra and Pakriti is Vijamaya, Abhijamaya or the covering power of Shiva, or the, un- the uncovering power. So this is the gist of what we discussed last week. And this mantra, he p- the, uh, 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 oh, and, and also we ended with this, Niyataha, Prata, we bow, we bow with you, we bow to you with, uh, uh, with discipline. Right, so we spoke a little bit about, that's how we ended, and that's an important part. We bow to you, not just, you know, we, we did it by, by regulation, we chanted the proper mantra, we did it properly, and uh, 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 so y- uh, we get the word yama, yeah, like yam niyama. You know that that niyate was was discipline, was restriction, was tradition. We've done we've done properly bow to you. And so they they chant this mantra, but in the chandi they chant a whole s- a few other mantras, right? And I, was, well, I thought we just to not leave it uncovered. We'll, we started to I'll read those quickly, and then we'll see in the in the Devi Bhagavatam he switches to an, uh, a new mantra is is taught. Rudraye namo nityaye gauri datre namo namaha. This is from chandi. Raudraya. Raudra means it's well. We get Rudra in the Hali, but it means horrible, terrible in this particular sense, right? So you are horrible. We bow to you are horrible. Nityaye, you are eternal, unchanging, right? So, so so you can see actually, as Pakriti, she's also horrible. She's birth. She's everything. Little baby is beautiful. How 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 wonderful when a baby is born, but that baby will also die. Maybe in youth. Maybe in old age. Right, hopefully in old age, but even that is horrible. Everything, if we look at the power, the, the nature as it is, of course, the nature as it is is beautiful. But if we, you can see how it, it's it's also quite fierce. And 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 uh, uh, in the Rudram, there's all these mantras. You know, it's like you are, 
you are you are uh, the storm. You are you know you are uh, you are war. You are the arrows of war. You are the bow that shoots the arrows of war. You are the victims of war. You are the you know the, all these you know it's uh, it's the, the the awesome power of reality as it is, nature as it is, Rudra. But she's also Nitya. Nitya does not mean long-lasting. It means eternal, unchanging, right beyond time. So the changing part of time is Rudra. Right, but she's also unchanging. So, in that, in same with our, in that beautiful pranamantrivinashanam, shakti bhutas sanatani, the same thing, eternal. You are exi- you create, sustain, destroy, and you un- are unchanging. So, gorie gori means shining. Gori means white or shining or golden, right? So, uh, luminous. So, gori means like you are luminous consciousness, right? Datri, Datri, you are the support of everything, the foundation of everything. Shuka, Shukaye, Shukaye means you are happiness. So you are horrible, you are beautiful, you are you support everything, your happiness, you're unchanging. So this is what I'm saying, you are everything, you're every every aspect is like, like this. And then it says, uh, very Jyotishta uh, uh, means moonlight. You are, so very, it's very poetic, oh, you are moonlight and Chanurupa, and you are, I'm pointing at the sun, I'm pointing at the sun because <laughs> the nearest light bulb is right here. You are the moon, and you are moonlight. So it's also very very poetic. You are moon, and you are moonlight. But the, commentator, the commentators on, on this r- mantra say it's like saying you are like sun and sunlight. Right? That's a, that's a, so what's sun and sunlight? So, uh, or we say fire and, and, and its power to burn. Or milk and its whiteness. The Sri Ramakrishna's example. This is the ancient world's same way of saying of that. It's the non-duality between the source of something and the thing that comes from it, right? Uh, uh, Shiva or Thakur would say Shiva and Shakti. Like uh, so, so it's like the light of the moon and the moon. You're both the the, the, the moon and its moonlight. So it's a very subtle, beautiful way of describing this non-duality. And then Kalyanye Pranata Vridye. Kalyani. Kalyani means auspicious, uh, also good, helpful, auspicious, uh, giving everything. You are auspicious. Vriddhi. What Vriddhi? Vriddhi is one of Ganesha's two wives. Vriddhi and Siddhi. Vriddhi means wealth, right? So you are, uh, you are, uh, you're giver, you give happiness and goodness to us. And you're the one, you are, who gi- you are our wealth and you are the giver of our wealth. Uh, Vriddhi, Siddhi, and you are Siddhi. You are our accomplishment, our success. Right, so you are, these are all beautiful, but nairitya, nairitya means confusion or um, misfortune. It's a it's a it's a, a Vedic deity that 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 it, it's a, was. I mean, if you can say it's hard to say a, a deity is absorbed, but we can analyze it historically. That became known as Alakshmi. You have Lakshmi and Alakshmi. Uh, so uh, I think the Sri Shukta Malakshmi is also, isn't it? That, that you want Lakshmi to come and Alakshmi to go. So you, uh, luck to come and unluck to go. Uh, uh, wealth to come and, and, and health to come, but suffering and, and, and poverty to go. But the thing, Lakshmi and Alakshmi are brother, are sister deities. They always come together. right? If you have one, you have the other automatically. We have health, we're going to get sick. We have money, we're going to lose it. Right, you can't help it. Right, the sun comes up, the sun goes down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of the world, right? But Lakshmi doesn't is in one place alone without a Lakshmi, or in this form, uh, in this Naitya, which is with Vishnu. Vishnu married only Lakshmi, not a Lakshmi. Right. So if you have Vishnu, then Lakshmi, you have all the auspiciousness. But if you want Lakshmi independent of Vishnu, 
then you're going to have, you're in the world of duality, right? So, naritya, uh, naritya uh, means misfortune. Bubritam, bubritam means king, right? And, and it says Lakshmi. You are Lakshmi, you are naritya, narit means misfortune, and Lakshmi means fortune of kings. You are both people's success and their failure. So sometimes good comes, sometimes bad comes. And so the gods, when they're praying this in the Chandi, they're, they're seeing this. Right, they've been they've in their own memory. They've seen they've 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 been they're literally gods ruling the universe. Indra ruling the universe, and then he becomes lost, not knowing where to go, right? N- n- hungry, not you know, begging, not knowing, hiding from, uh, embarrassed that people will see him in this state, right? So it, not just kings, even the king of the gods, Indra loses his. He has some time up. Some time. We all see this, right? And so I, I, our Guruji Swami Omananda. He, he often says that if you can, t- the nature of the world is full of, du- we have our experience of duality, the big duality is the birth and death, right? And, and, but, but you have small dualities of health and, and uh, health and sickness, or um, uh, success and failure, honor and dishonor, loss and gain. You know, these are, if you can tolerate just a little bit for a month, he says. <laughs> it's, always, it's always a catch, right? You can tolerate, you can keep your mind relatively stable for one month without like that, then you're free forever. Right? It's hard to even keep it for one second is a problem, right? The mind goes up and down. But that's a, but this is the, 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 the practice is one of the, pr- this is one of the auster- practices of austerity to keep your mind steady, right? Within the changes, the ups and downs of, 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 of life. So these mantras, there's maybe a few more. These are the ones I, I remember offhand. Oh, 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 that's right. Kalyanye, uh, Kalyanye, Pranda, Vridye. We bow to Kalyani to Vridhi's uh, uh, wealth, Siddhaye to success, Kurmonamur. Again and again we bow. Naritya, Badre, Lakshmi. We bow to the one who is both the success and the failure, the fortune and misfortune of kings or our little kings. We're all small kings and queens of our own little world. And Sarvani, Sarvanye. So Sarvani is a, is a, the simple meaning is a, is a, consort of Sarvana. Sarvana is the name of Shiva. It's a form of Shiva that destroys the world. Right? So she who destroys the world. Right? So it's also nice. So these names are pretty complete. You you are the unchanging, you are the changing. You know, destroys everything, it creates everything. You are the fortune and misfortune. Right? So these these are, that's the uh, the, uh, actually this is not, in the Chandi, this is not their vision. This is their memory. Right? They know this, but they forgot. So they're remembering. Namo Deviye, Maha Deviye, Shivaye, Satanama. With care and attention, we're re- remembering you again. Remembering that you're, you're the, the good, the bad, the eternal, the changing, everything, right? The, the creator, destroyer, everything remembering. Uh, and remembering what happens? If you remember her, she appears. That's her promise in the Chandi. If you remember me, I come. Mm-hmm. Right? And so if we don't feel her, it's because we're not remembering her. Right, because she's not, you know, it, we can, you know, we can, there's a talk where sometimes I described a kind of tamasic uh, type of bhakti. You can actually, I know one, you can, you can challenge. If you don't, if, if I remember and you don't come, then mean you're a liar. Right, you can challenge the Divine Mother this way. Right? But chances are, if we make that bet, if we make that challenge, we're probably going to lose, because she's immediately here, right? But we don't remember her. Right, we have a... a, 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 a I won't go into that. Uh, <laughs> another point. So this is so, the, so the after the Mahadevi and Mahadevi, these are these are the mantras that come in the Chandi, in the um, in the Devi Bhagavatam. Another mantra is pulled. Another mantra is remembered or recited, but this time not in memory, but in in, in they remember the mantra, but they're seeing overwhelmed with emotion, not knowing what to say about the goddess. But what did they see? Originally, they saw an infinite pillar of light, 
Right, and so that infinite pillar that gets repeated throughout all the scriptures. It's mentioned the Upanishads. It's mentioned actually Shivaratri itself, the midnight at Shivaratri, right? Just after midnight, usually, right? There's a I think they call it um, I forget the name of that, but the exact period of time. That's what we're actually trying to. The most important time is when the Shiva Lingam first appeared, right? The Shiva Lingam is described as an infinite pillar of light, and many people say that this is in the in the in the in the Upanishads is described. To, to describe the quality of Brahman. Uh, uh, in the Shiva Purana, it's described the glory of Shiva. Here, it's Bhuvaneshwari Devi's Rupa, right? That she, it's, it's, it's uh, uh, describing the same event, right? Or realization, this infinite pillar of light. And, we did, and last week, we described that pillar of light is consciousness. That's what we, we spent a lot of time developing. We'll have to jump on this today, right? What is that light? What is that, what is that fire that they saw? It's consciousness. And so, oh, one thing I want to mention that Mahadevi Mahadevi mentions in the scriptures that all of Devi's puja can be done just simply with that mantra. It's considered complete, right? Because it com- covers everything, right? <laughs> right? So it's a it's an important uh, mantra. So then, so the so in the Devi back to Devi Bhavatam, um, this mantra that they chant is Tam Agni Branam Tapasya Jwalantim. You know it. I don't know it. How to print it? How to print it? It's a Vedic mantra. It comes from the uh, Durga Shuktam. It's in the Durga Shuktam. It's also in the uh, Shaktu Upanishads, an important group of Upanishads uh, that reveal a lot of esoteric things about the Devi. Uh, and the Devi Bhavatam, it's really in the Devi tradition, the most popular book is the Chandi which is th- 700 verses from Markandeya Purana. Markandeya Purana is not popular. Chandi is popular. <laughs> right? Everybody knows Mark, uh, Chandi. People don't know the Devi, the, uh, Devi Mahatmya, right? The Markandeya Purana, it's, it's a huge, it's a Purana. Purana means, has become to know in this long and complicated, unrememorable story. That's almost like the meaning. Oh, don't, are you talking like, a, don't be a Purana. Shut your mouth. You know, you're telling too many stories and <laughs> too long going on, long-winded people say like that, right? So, but, we people found that 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 the chandi something special. It's actually these simple tellings in a by the way story, not even about, not even directly about the devi. It's about how Suvarni became Manu. Was the question? How did Suvarni become Manu? Oh, then let me tell you. And then, and then the whole thing is told. Jai Ma. The whole thing is told. The whole thing is told. Come 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 up there if you like. I was thinking of you today, and here you are. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, do you want some tea? Green tea? I don't know, I want some coffee. Hold on. Any more green tea? <coughs> so, but anyway, so, um, uh, the, the, um, the, and the, and the 700 verses are found to be so powerful about the goddess but they're not the main stories it's the main, all those stories the place where they're most elaborately told the story of Shumba and Nishumba of Madhu and Kaitaba of Rakta Bija of uh, Mahishasura right and Chandam when all those stories are very elaborately told in the Devi Puranas right and the most famous of Devi Puranas is Devi Bhagavatam Devi Bhagavatam Mahapurana uh, and it's known but not that well known there's only one or two trans- maybe two translations in English maybe three uh, none of them very good English, uh, none of them very red, right? Uh, um, but within that 18, it's also 18,000 verses with all these elaborate stories. But within that, there's also 700 verses, like the Chandi or like the Bhagavad Gita, this Devi Gita, converse, one important conversation between the goddess and 
and the, the we mentioned the the gods, the Himalayas, and every and the devas who have lost everything with the advent of Tarakasura. <coughs> but it doesn't have the same like the Chandi has so much commentary, so many people have commentary. The Termi Bhagavatam does not have the same level of commentary, right? So um, there was a commentator named uh, Nilakanta. Nilakanta, they call him Nilakanta the Shaivite, right? That's his official title. And he wrote, he was, uh, maybe it's hard to tell that people believe he was Maharashtrian, people believed he lived in Banaras, uh, maybe 17th century, it's not clear, because there's, a, there's two, three people who were commentators around with the same, that's happened, a lot of people with the same name, you know, but, uh, but he wrote, he was a, he was a non-dualist by orientation, Advaitin, but he was very fascinated with Puranas and Tantras. Right, so he wrote a lot of, uh, and 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 really, the modern day scholars have a, owe a lot of uh, um, um, debt to him, because he because when you like, for instance, you quote all these verses, like where does this mantra come from? Where does this mantra come from? He did all that research. This is mantra. This is that even that one that one line that's from this Upanishad. This line is from that. So he was able to pull all those things together. Some things very very classical Vedantic stuff. Some very complicated tantric things right he but he had that huge uh, reservoir in the lita sasanama the main commentator what's his name baskarayan baskarayan that he's a he's the ancient world's commentator on the lalita so nilakanta is the main commentator so if you where we get some of these ideas is probably is he in the ancient world nilakanta he was uh, the great commentator he wrote actually commentary on the whole shrimad devi bhagavatam so not just on Dev devi gita but he considered in his own writing he says I'm the only person. He says, "I'm the only person who's written commentary on Devi Bhagavatam, and and my commentary on the Devi Gita is superior." These two points. <laughs> he himself <laughs> declares openly in his books, right? and it's probably true. <laughs> my commentary is not that good so far. Uh, so, uh, so, th- so after the Namo Devi Mahadevi, the next verse is Agni Tvam Varanam. Can you chant the, that that sloka, the Devi Shiktam? Tam Agni Varanam Tapasi Jwalantim. The ending is different. Tam Agni Varanam Tapasa Jwalantim Vairo Chinim Karma Pale Shujushtam. See, that's the way it sounds. That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> and the infinite pillar of light appears. <laughs> the grand all of our wishes. Right. <coughs> so this is very, very nice. Oh, one other point I wanted to mention that why I brought this up a long time ago when I first started uh, giving classes many, many years ago. Actually, nobody, you were the only person still here from <laughs> that time, Tripti <laughs> and you. <laughs> we started to speak on Devi Bhagavatam. This was our first. And then we got quickly, we, we were doing, we, we didn't really, I think we recorded it somehow, but not in any way that survived the modern, <laughs> the, the advent of Kali Yuga. <laughs> Everything got lost with the, the change of the Yugas. Uh, uh, uh. But uh, eventually, got we got into, into subjects that were a little too complicated, both for my own understanding and for the audience's interest. It was direct, it got, got very technical, so we switched to Bhagavatam. So it was thinking of these again. I was like, oh, I remember, I, I spoke on this mm-hmm. 15 years ago or something like that. <laughs> so it was very nice to kind of remember, remember. And I was reawakened to these verses. There's a, a saint in in India, now elderly. Uh, his name is Swami Ishwarananda Puri. And one of my friends, sadhu friends in India, Sumer Muni, he, once in a while, he gives me, these are the best books, he gives me, kind of hard to find books like that. And he, he speaks a lot on these things that got me, got me, when I was in India last, it got me all inspired. So it's been the, bubbling in the back of my mind, these topics. So, the, the, agni varanam tapasa jwalantim, pairo chanim karma paleshu justam. 
Durgam Devim Sharanam Prapadyam. So this is the main, you have to find in, in any verse, you have to find what's the subject, what's the, t- what's the subject, what's the point. So the, the action is Sharanam Prapadyam, I, I, take sh- I, I bow to your feet, I take shelter in your feet. Who's, who's that's, the, that's the action, who's the subject? De, uh, um, Durgam Devim, God is Durga. Right? And so all the other words, you have to understand, all the other words are her, are describing her. Right, so we have to know. So this is the, these are all descriptions of Durga, but these are they're using these mantras to describe something that's indescribable. They saw the infinite pillar of light. They describe. They can't. She's a vyakta. She's indescribable. We talked a lot. These. It's they're describing the light of conscious awareness. Not never. That's never a subject. It's always. It's never an object. It's always a subject. How to describe it? That infinite, inconceivable being. They're describing here as Durga. They're naming as Durga. Right? We call her Kali, Krishna, Vishnu, Shiva. They give a name to that which is nameless. Or not nameless, you can't say because the name is, you give a name to her. Name to him, name to her. That which is indescribable. Right? You're naming that mystery. We've talked about that. Tum, so first they say, Tam, tam Agni Varanam. You are like fire. Right? Of course they saw the fire. Right? And here we are in front of a fire. Right? So you are, she is like fire. Actually it says, Agni Varanam. Varanam means color. So usually it's translated, you are the color of fire. And also she's described, when she appeared in the story, she appeared red to show that, that rajasic quality in order to awaken, remove their forgetfulness of her, right? They, they forgot her, they're in tamas, so she appeared in red color. But actually the, the, uh, the classical commentaries on this verse saying this is not what it means. It's what it means, okay, you can say Durga is red. That's right, she appeared red, the color of fire, right? But what, so there, there's a... Uh, um, uh, it just says, uh, let me find you here. There's a term, varana. There's a definition. That which does varana is called varana. Varana means an explanation. Something is described as something, explained as uh, uh, description, delineation, explanation, or praise. So, so you can say, you can see how that's related to color, right? Because you can say, like, if, if I say, oh, that is black or that is blue, I'm just using the color as the way of describing her. Right, uh, uh, so it's not actually the color. It's just she's like fire. By saying it's the color of fire, exactly because she's not. I mean, th- this, she's what? How is she like fire? What fire? How is she like fire? Uh, uh, lost new system here. So she's like fire. What fire? Right? It is is because. Uh, what fire is she like? So the scriptures say and the commentaries say that this this fire is the symbol or the perfect symbol of Brahman. Right? We even say Brahmar Panam Brahmahavir Brahma you are one who sees fire the fire is Brahman, the offering is Brahman, the ghee is Brahman, the one who offers into Brahman. One who sees Brahman and all the activity, he he's Samarina, he's he's attained Samadhi. Brahma Karma Samarina. Brahmagno, Brahman is the fire, the fire is Brahman, right? So this is, this is the general way they interpret it. But what, what does it mean to be the fire of Brahman? We, last week we described the fire, the, that infinite pillar of light is awareness that, in which everything exists. So this is, uh, um, uh, uh, in the Mundaka Upanishad, there's a nice, in the, um, it's verse 9, in the first section of Mundaka Upanishad, verse 9, 8 and 9. 
It uses this, it's describing actually Nilakanta, the same author Nilakanta. He says this Agni has to mean knowledge, has to mean wisdom, has to be awareness. And he he says this very line in the, in, in in that verse is related to this definition from the uh, Upanishad. It says Sarva Agna Sarva Vid Yasyaha Jnana Mai Tapaha that you that Sarva um, Agna uh, that that uh, that, fi- that fire is all knowing, right? Is the thing that knows everything is Brahman. That fire is all knowing. So it's it's defining this way. And then it says, uh, sorry, tapasya uh, varnam agni varnam tapasya jwalantim, right? So it's often translated: you are the color of fire shining with tapas austerity, right? That's so. That's so. She's a fire, so she's a fire. She's dwalantam. She shines. She radiates. She flames like austerity. And tapas means heat. So she's like fire. You know the the glowing heat. But what is tapas? The this mantra is important because what the devas did in the story, they went into the Himalayas and did austerity, right? And to remember their connection with her, they had they were connected with her. We forgot our connection. Last week we mentioned there's one like one word that says. Um, Dema, Dema, come, 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 come. Can you move here a little bit, uh, Mom? Namaskar. Please come, please come. You can sit here. You can move your cup. Come, come, comfortable. <laughs> nice to see both of you. No. <laughs> After your long adventure <laughs> into the Himalayas. <coughs> So, anyways, uh, 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 so the, what the, what so what Brahma told them is, is, your problem is you've forgotten her, right? But she's everywhere. So go do sadhana. And then they told her go do tapasya, do sadhana, right? So that's the hint. Why do we do austerity? Why do we do any type of spiritual practice? Partially, part part of the practice is trying to remember. We chant her names, we sing her glories. We, you know, we do her puja. That's her. That's way of remembering. But tapasya. One of the things that fire does it purifies, it clears the way, right? It, uh, and so in, in in pranayama, we this alternate we call it nadi shodan, right? Shodan means to purify. The 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 pathways are are cleared, right? For that prana and kundalini can awaken, move away. All we have to do is clear the way. If we clear the way, she comes in, right? So that's the real purpose of austerity. One of the purposes of austerity. So by saying that she is tapas dwalanam. She's saying that by austerity she is awakened, but or by austerity she is seen or by realized, right? And it says tapas is jnana sadhana, means it's 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 not only we have to do by doing by doing japa and puja and study these type of satsangs, going to temples, all the things we do as part of our spiritual practice, but the real tapas, the real light, is being established in aware in in, in awareness. So in in when that in the Mundaka punishes it says it says Brahman is Sarvagna Sarvavid. The Brahman is the one who knows everything, right? And Tapa is Gyanamaim, is the power to know. Right. So we, we, we already Sarvagna, we actually know everything but we're not conscious, we're not, we're not remembering. So by by uh, spiritual practice we become established in in, 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 in that. Uh, and so the classic the Jaima can we put you Next, this is <laughs> uh, so the so where do so 
the question is where to start with tapasya. Of course, the guru gives austerity, the guru gives sadhana, right? He gives some practice to do, but there's some general things. We, what do we do to, to try to remember, to uh, ignite that fire? Both to ignite the fire within and, and to be established in that, that, that uh, divine uh, awareness. So the yogis, often the common thing is yam, yam niyam. That's a good place to start. Right, the yamas, niyamas, the observances, the yoga observances, and of course in, in the Patanjali, these are famous. You have five, the five yamas, ahimsa, satya, staya, what is it, ahimsa, uh, satya, brahmacharya, parigraha, and, what's the first, I'm missing one, shows you, we're, we're so austere that we were, can't remember that, hmm? Ahimsa, ahimsa, satya, asteya. Ahimsa means non-violence, right? Uh, 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 satya means truthfulness. Asteya means non-stealing. Brahmacharya means uh, uh, pure, uh, sexual purity. Apagraha means not possess or not you know, like this, right? But and then the five niyamas: saucha, santosha, tapas, um, uh, uh, and hmm? santosha. I have the list of ten here. They're not the same. You know. oh. uh, Swadhyaya and Ishvara. So this means uh, 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 cleanliness, purity, uh, peacefulness, or uh, 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 and then also tapas. Although the whole list is a type of tapas. Tapas is listed as one of the one of the things. Swadhyaya means self-study or recitation, and Ishvara uh, Pridana means sacrifice. So this is given in in Patanjali. Patanjali gave a, a gist, but it's not the only list. Right, it's actually not the most popular. It's become the most popular list because Patanjali has gotten all the attention. That that big text has become famous, right? But in the uh, in our Sharada Tilaka Tantra, right, it mentions in the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, in the um, uh, uh, Sandhya Upanishad, this, uh, so many pla- in the Upanishad, so many texts it describes ten yamas and ten niyamas, and the list they're in kind of different places, right? And this, these I did write down. The ten yamas, ahimsa, satya, asteya, brahmacharya, kshama. Kshama means forgiveness. That's a, the big austerity, right? The practice of us, uh, of forgiveness. Uh, dritti uh, means fortitude, daya, compassion, right? Uh, avra, uh, ar, var, arjava means to sincerity, right? with being without hypocrisy. Mittahara means controlled, measured diet, right? Controlled diet and saucha cleanliness. And the five niyamas, the ten niyamas, santosh, contentment, ashtrika, faith, means real faith, and faith in the guru, faith in the Veda, but actually it means like faith in yourself, self confidence. Some of Vivekananda had a great saying. He said, The old religion said that he who believes in God is, is uh, see, who doesn't believe in God is an atheist. But the new religion said, Who doesn't believe in himself is an atheist. So it's not just faith in God and faith in the scriptures, but also like self-confidence in your own faith in your own in your own strength. Uh, uh, dana, dana means charity, giving in charity. Uh, Ishwara pujana, this means worshiping God, temple puja, you know, worshiping uh, worshiping God. Siddhanta vyakta shavana, vaktya shavana, listening carefully to the truth of the scriptures. This is what we're trying to do now, right? Is a regularly listening to the scriptures. Uh, hri means modesty. Mati means uh, 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 um, trying to understand. Um, uh, how to say it? Like uh, when people are arguing two different points, trying to understand that which is in common, resolving these type of things. Japa, 
like we know, right? The repetition of manta and huta. Huta means swaha, you know, these type of pujas, right? He's just doing just now, to see, into the, into the pit. <coughs> so this is a very nice list. I mean, if you're, uh, what type of, what does it mean by austerity? And what does it mean by austerity? Is it, austerity means doing something, it's a, doing something against the natural tendency of the mind. Of course, some of these things are not, they're, they're, they go, we're, we're fine with them. I was sometimes saying something like my like my aunt waking up at three or four in the morning is no problem. She's done that her entire life. It's not austerity. It's a good habit, but it's not an austerity. For me, it's an austerity. I go to sleep at three in the morning. Right? It's to wake up at three in the morning. It's really difficult. <laughs> so it's a failed austerity, <laughs> you know. So, but uh, so, so that uh, uh, so sometimes it's like the tendency of the mind. It's like, of course, Donna being if you're generous, no problem. Great. That's like that, that's a great quality. But it's not it's not tapasya. But when you're when you feel a little bit tight with money, right, and you see need is there, it's like oh, I'm gonna tr- you know I'm, ma- I'm gonna make a point. I'm gonna give a certain percentage of my money to charity or to the poor, or like this, right? Or uh, that is what that when, when you go against the tendency of the mind, what happens is there's an f- internal friction. Something's lit on fire, right? And that's called so tapas means austerity. Tapas means heat, right? Tapas means light. Right, tapas means gyan means knowledge. This g- g- we get perception based upon this. Right, let's see where our mantra is. Tam tam agni va varnam. You are the quality, the color of fire. How are you like fire? Tapas dwalini. You shine with austerity. You shine. You awaken by austerity. Uh, however, you want to think of. You're shining with with tapas. Right. Then virochanim karma palashu justam. Virochanim. Virochanim is difficult because Virochana, if you look at Virochana in, in online, it's the uh, grandson of the son of Prahlad, who is actually a big demon. Right? So it doesn't mean that, right? It has a couple different meanings, right? Actually Virochana is big demon but an important character because there's a story where Agni and Virochana no. Indra and Virochana. Virochana is the son of uh, representing the demons, the demon camp, and Indra representing the god camp. They went to the Guru, Ibrahaspati, or I forget which where they went. The Guru, and they asked, "Tell me what is Brahman?" And 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 they say, "Oh, this body is Brahman." And so they go, oh, "Very good. We got the teaching. They both go right." And Virochana goes back to the demons, tells everybody, "Good news. The body is Brahman." <laughs> right. This is great. This is actually demon. This is considered demonic philosophy. This body is a goal of life. This goal, this body is a reality, right? And then it goes back and goes. He starts thinking on the way back. He says, "He said, but the body changes. The body grows old and dies. How can and and also I can see the body. I mean, he doesn't make sense to him. So he went back to the guru and says, oh, do uh, observe Brahmacharya for so many hundreds of years and take care of my car.' I forget the exact story. It's somewhere. In, uh, but he he went back and did another hundred years austerity. And he came back and he says, oh." Uh, not the body is not Brahman. Not the the mind is Brahman. Oh, wonderful! And he goes back, uh, uh, and uh, Indra goes back, and he starts thinking. But the mind, the same thing. The mind sometimes confused. How is that Brahman? The mind's unstable. Brahman's supposed to be stable, right? I can also perceive my mind. That doesn't make sense. It's not. It's it's, a su- it's not the subject. It's it's not. A, it's an object, not a subject. So he goes back. So like that many many times. I think by the end, when he actually gives the highest knowledge of Brahman. He's he's a like a hundred years of austerity, hundred and one years of austerity, something like Brahmacharya. So so that's I think the name may be hinting a little bit at that because it's about austerity, right? By misunder- without austerity, you misunderstand even simple truth because this body is Brahman, but w- in which way, 
right? And and not going deeper, not wanting to do more austerity. You get a little bit of, a little bit of knowledge without practice. You run back and start teaching it, right? Uh, the body is Brahman. The body is everything, you know. Uh, but virochana also means uh, to name. It just means the supreme. It means the sun, it's another, uh, uh, or the consort of the sun, right? The name for the Devi. Who uh, it also means beautiful. So th- most likely it's this type of thing. It's like you, you know, you who shine in fire, shining. You shine. You're like fire. You're like aus- you're the fire of austerity. You're also like the fire of the sun, the all-pervading luminous sun. Virochanam karma paleshu jutasam karma pala. You give the fruits of action. You're the one we worship for the fruits of and justam. Justam means um, uh, how to say. Yeah, the, the, uh, we worship you or praise you or go to you in order to get the fruits of action. Karma pala uh, justam. This karma pala paleshu justam. You are the good one who grants the fruit of our actions. You are worshipped to bring the fruits of our actions. You are pract- we or we practice austerity in order to get to fulfill our our action, which uh, to accomplish something. Which means to get sid- to do sadhana to get siddha. You're the one who brings the, our sadhana to perfection, uh, and you are the one who resides in actions and their fruits. That's another meaning, right? That y- in everything, in actions and the results of action, you are there. You're the background awareness. You're the reality behind it, right? And it also means because it's all about tapasya uh, and on the fire. It also means giving up the results. You are the one. We give the re- the results of our actions. So you said that simple meaning is never the problem with with, with the, uh, the tradition of interpretation of, of verses is that everything means everything. To quote our uh, uh, our, our Sadananda's brother uh, Sri Ram, who we're missing very much. Uh, he went to says, "Oh Swami, so what you're saying is everything means everything." Because yes, that's exactly it. Everything means everything. Everything can be meant to mean everything, and if it works. There's depth to it, you know that. And yogis have meditated on these verses and 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 churning. Actually, the recitation of the verses is called swadhyaya, self-study. You re- you, re- you read read about these verses about Durga, not to learn about Durga, to learn about yourself, because uh, you know. So it's it's the recitation, japa and 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 sloka recitation is self-study, not study of something else, right? So you by churning this in in the, your own factory, your own. Uh, you uh, new meanings come so the yogis and rishis and saints have pull, had pulled these beautiful meanings out of it. Durga and then Durgam Devim Sharanam Prabhajam. Oh God is Durga, we take refuge in you. So, what does Durga mean? So, uh, Durga, of course, Durga is one of Ma's names. What does Durga mean? Uh, you know what Durga means? Difficult. Yeah, so so it means so Durga. There's many. There's a hymn of 32 names of Durga, and it's like you who overcome difficulty. You who so people worship her to re- remove difficulties. But Durga means difficult, <laughs> right? Not just the one who removes. There's 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 names of Durga like Durga Nashini, right? Durga Tarini, right? One who destroys difficulty. One who overcomes. Diver- but Durga means one who's difficult. But she's not, of course, you could say Ma's a little difficult. <laughs> we all can detest a little bit. But she's difficult to attain. This is what the, the, the gloss of the word Durga usually says, that she's difficult to attain. means that God is not the easiest thing to comprehend. Although it's the most simple one. right? So Sri Ramakrishna said that God is the most simple, that you have to be simple in order to realize Him. Right, right. But how do we s- becoming simple isn't simple is a problem. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, it's an easy, like, so that's why 
all these ridiculous austerities. People, people do. I mean, the gods are doing thousands of years austerity in order to have to become simple, right? So they can see that the one who's obvious, the one who's who's hiding in plain sight, is everything, right? The one, the only only reality we don't see. He's so simple, we miss it. We miss her. We miss it, her, him, right? So Durgam Devi. So the whole point of this mantra is about austerity, our spiritual practice, and the result of that spiritual practice is seeing what's already there. That knowledge comes. What's already there. Durgam Devim Sharanam we and then Sharanam Prapadye. We take shelter in your lotus feet, right? And then the the final, the last line. It's a little bit of a, uh, there's two declensions, renditions, the two versions uh, in South India, and North India of the same mantra. There's two versions. The one you chanted is the South. In, uh, I forget which one, but it's the most common. The one that finds it in the Devi Bhavatam is a little different. The the most common. I think I wrote it down here. Um, Su Tarasi Tarase Namaha. Tarasi Tarase Namaha. Uh, <coughs> tarasi means boat, right? And Tarase uh, and uh, and and uh, Sutarasi means to cross over. So you are that boat that helps us cross over this world of samsara, or the boat that helps us cross over the difficulties, right? That's the verse in the in the Devi in in, in Durga Shuktam. In the in this version, it says it says Adu Suran Nashayi Trai Te Namaha. And the problem is, I, from my understanding, I'm missing how some words put together. I don't have enough Sanskrit knowledge to to to, to understand one point here. This Ade Suran, but Nashayi uh, Tre uh, Tre means that you you destroy something, and Tre means to cross over. So it's, it's but I'm not exactly sure you you cro- you destroy the suffering of the gods, something like that. But all the translations that I have so far, without a clear word for word meaning. All say the say make us say the same thing as the Durga Shuktam, the Durga Shuktasam. Means I, do, do you you help us cross over? You're the boat to cross over. I think she uses, or um, uh, you are a raft of swift crossing. I have no idea from the Sanskrit how that comes, right? But um, <coughs> but this idea of crossing over is imp- is a very nice metaphor. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, what are we crossing over? Usually we seen as the as the ocean of samsara, right? The ocean of birth and death, or the ocean of worldly existence. Samsara means many things. Samsara also just means worldly life. Just this life, our normal obligations. Because, uh, 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 oh, I'm samsara, meaning samsara, not just mean I'm, I'm lost in the ocean of birth and death. It just means I'm just like job, responsibility, family, school, you know, um, insurance. That's some, that's, these are the, the <laughs> these, are <laughs> these are the things of samsara, you know? These are just a, uh, uh, worldly life, you could say, right? Uh, and a boat is something. If 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 you take worldly life or the world of birth, uh, the idea of birth and death, and material or material consciousness, or seeing a world where you don't see God as samsara. If you take that as an ocean, right? Then the only way, the best way to cross it is a boat, right? So that's the a boat that crosses over, and a boat has a quality. It's not made of the same thing as the ocean right so the thing is that the things in the world won't help us get over across the world this is the idea uh, within if you untangle the, me- the metaphor of a boat and a crossing right you uh, uh, you don't get you don't use a boat made of water to cross a, a river 
right? It doesn't work that way. You have something as something different. So and so and you see many verses in the Gita and other things. She is both this world and she's not this world. The world's in, she's in the world, but she's the world's not in her, or the world's in her and she's not in the world. There's all these things because it's nothing but her, but it's also not her. She's independent, right? She remains uh, 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 different, right? And, and uh, 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 while we while she's become everything. And she's she's both the subject in, in Vedanta, both the subject and the object, right? You either think of, of, of the self or the Atman or God as the subject, and and the world we see is is the objects with that subject perceived. But actually, this fire is neither the subject nor the object. It's the field of awareness where subject and object exist, right? So she remains separate, right? Another word for boat in the, in the metaphor, a way of crossing over is a tirta. As a crossing over point, right? So it can be. So a tirta is a bridge, right? Uh, not a, a boat. Another nice metaphor, right? You know, but some way where you where you uh, cross over this the problem when the problem is we see a world instead of God, but there's only God, right? In the last last week, there's one mantra we described that pakritye badre. She covers herself as nature, as the world, right? So that we've seen only her. But as a result, we don't, we're lost, right? It's scary, we don't see her. Although it's only her, she covers herself in, with the world, but we don't see, we see the world instead of her. So the boat, the bridge, is, 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 uh, is, is, uh, is, uh, uh, sutrasi, tarasi, sutrasi, tarasi, namaha, we bow to her, we bow to that bridge, that boat, that crosses over this world of, of, of illusion. Uh, so, I was a little bit disjointed idea, but because it's hard to describe uh, how to describe uh, uh, how God is, how the, how Durga is like fire. That's really tapasya. That's really knowledge. It's really sadhana. That's really the fruit of sadhana. The giver, of the fruit of sadhana. It's hard to describe to describe all this. But the point is, we need fire, right? This is the point, right? Uh, yogis live. I live. We live at the, uh, at a duni. Right, we uh, in, in the Vedic tradition, they're doing fire sacrifices. People, we're, we're going to go in and wave light in front of Ma. Right, uh, we when we do japa or like that, we light a lamp, we light the dia. Right, actually, none of the samskaras in the Hindu tradition. Each one's not complete without fire. Fire is necessary. It's an, it's it's the perfect symbol. It's a necessary part of life. Of course, it's part of what makes human culture human culture is even discovery or the control of fire. Right. Um, but so fire has different names in the Vedic tradition. One is uh, Jataveda. Jataveda means who knows everything, right? Who faces everything, which means another word is one of the names of Devi is uh, 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 um, uh, Jagat Shakshini. She is the witness of everything, which is pure awareness. This is the, 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 so she witnesses everything. That's her name. So she's like fire. We need this, right? She's also Pavaka. Pavaka, actually there's a very nice Mataji in, Sa- in Los Angeles named Pavaka. I always think of her name. It's a name for the fire, the divine fire. Pavaka means that which purifies. Right, so we, this is another thing we need. Uh, we need uh, and uh, Hutashana. Hutashana means that, so Hutashana, Huta means uh, offering to the fire. Anything you put into the, Hutashana means that uh, uh, that which purifies or sublimates or transforms everything we offer into it. So this is why fire is a, well, not just fire, but we pour things into the fire. We throw things into the fire, 
right? What do we do? We, put, we take ghee, we take um, uh, rice and things, and we throw it into the fire, swaha. What happens to it? It gets it, when it gets burned, and it, or it gets purified, or it, you know, like however you however you want to think, something. Was that? Or it becomes ash. It becomes oh, so. That's an interesting thing. Why ashes? Why why ashes so pure? Uh, when we when anything that's offered into the fire of actually in in tantra we call this fire samvit, samvit agni. It's another we didn't bring this word in the next sloka. It may be there. Uh, uh, Sambit Agni. Sambit means this, uh, this unitive experience, right? And Devi is known as Sambit, Sambit Basini, Sambit, you know, these many names like this, right? And Sambit is that, that uh, Sambit is that internal experience of, of union. Sambit, and then it's termed Parasambit, the supreme experience. Actually, every, you take, you take a, a step, I shall demonstrate Sambit Agni. <laughs> <laughs> Any experience, like a good cup of, of, of coffee, right? Any experience you get, you get, an ex- you get a unitive experience. That's that, and that's that, 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 and we're aware of that experience. It, it's 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 some, something happens, right? Uh, that's some bit, but there's part of some bit, the supreme experience, right? And so the Devi, all th- one way to interpret all these verses in the light of part of some bit, it all means about the supreme unitive experience. Part of some bit then becomes part of amrita. Right, so that unitary experience becomes uh, nectar. Nectar means nectar of the. I mean, some beautiful, sweet, wonderful, divine experience. Amrita means that. Amrita also means that which is not with beyond death, which means the eternal. We get the, we get the uh, eternal experience, right? Where we experience the eternal, if it's even possible. It's not possible because an individual can experience. Only the Sri Ramakrishna said only God can experience, only the divine can experience God, only the infinite can know the infinite. But we can experience the infinite. That's the thing. We we spent a lot of time a couple of weeks ago on Vyakta Vyakta Sarupini, right? The one of Ma's names, right? She's describable. She's indescribable, and she's describable, right? You can't. The thing is, but she's indescribable. <laughs> Our describing her is not complete, but it's a way of. It's actually her beautiful. Uh, uh, she appears this way, so we can we can see her, we can experience, we can think of her. Right, so we need the point is we need this we need this fire, we need this fire. So we need to awaken this fire. We need uh, through, of course, there's many ways. So this gyanagni and tapasya and, and uh, as as a form of tapasya, uh, uh, through knowledge, through spiritual practice of japa and puja and and fasting and waking up early and all the things that we the details of our of our spirit or the yamas niyamas the details of our spiritual practice, right? But um, but. In the Devi Bhagavatam, the ultimate goal of the Devi Bhagavatam, and eventually, if we ever, if we keep weaving Devi Bhagavatam into our talks, Devi Gita into our talks, uh, which means we'll never get finished the Bhagavatam. <laughs> we, we, we keep getting distracted. But sorry, like John Masumi is coming up this week, and I feel bad. I've <laughs> this has taken over my, the, the the fire is lit in my mind. I can't I can't drop it. Uh, uh, but the goal, ultimate goal of all these verses is the tapasya that they're doing the, and the, the guidance that they're given, even when they get some very Vedantic knowledge will be described and very uh, tantric rituals will be, des- be in- described. But the goal is ultimately devotion. Because the goddess, her fi- I think her final message in the Devi Gita is when the gods ask, that's f- okay, we see you now, right? For we, have a, we all get a glimpses of her, right? They saw her. Then they ask, but you, we know we're not going to keep. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Should I cancel? Yeah, cancel it. Yeah, I'll call her back. It's my auntie. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Uh. 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 uh.
that's the one drawback of the system of using your phone. <laughs> I guess I was hoping I should turn it off. Uh, um, uh, they they asked us like, we see you now. We get a glimpse of you, but how do we get your? How do we always see you? You see, we get we, we we have highs and lows, but it's not permanent, right? So how do we how do we get our permanence for that? Oh, that you need to you need to. Uh, that's not an easy thing to do, right? And he says for that uh, yoga is required, and by yoga it's 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 many things are described, but ultimately the purpose of bhakti. And then she describes there's different types of bhakti, like Thakur described as there's tama bhakti, tama guna bhakti and rajaguna bhakti and sattva bhakti, and then para bhakti. Right, and so he said, without Padabhakti, you cannot realize me. So the re- the way to accomplish these are their prayers. When she starts speaking, she hasn't opened her mouth yet. Mm-hmm. These are all the gods trying to uh, make sense uh, sense of her, right, or, or, or praise her, or the rishis in verses the rishis taught us to think of her. But when Devi herself starts speaking, she says, actually, the only way to to light this fire, to be to be completely purified, transformed, and and in pure knowledge of me is through parabhakti. Parabhakti is not easy. Right? So and for that the pas- we need to pure we need to go through the stages uh, through devotional practice and sadhana, holy company, like slowly, slowly we purify and, uh, and move on. He says, but only parabhakti only parab- only by parabhakti can you see me permanently. So this is the fire. We want to light this fire uh, in in our lives. From Agni Varanam Tapas Tapasa Jwalantim Pairo Chanim Karmapal Paleshu Justam. I'm not very good at these mantras. Durgam Devi Sharanam Prapadyam. That's the main point. Oh, to you, the color of fire, shining with ascetic power, beautiful, worshipped, or uh, um, as bestower of the fruits of our actions. Oh, Goddess Durga, we take refuge in your lotus feet, and then we, or we, and we bow to you who are the boat that crosses to the other, other side. Um, anyway, thank you for your kind attention. Is there any? So it's a little bit disjointed. I don't know how to make this clear, but it's <laughs> the mantra is so good. The mantra is so good is a problem. Uh, 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 any questions or comments before we continue? Um. That's an unrelated question. <laughs> any questions about? <laughs> We've had it many years. It used to be behind Ma. Just oh. I had no place to put it for many yeah, years. Yeah. So it came back out. <laughs> yes, tell me. What are the attributes of these bhaktis? Tamasika, So, Sri Ramakrishna speaks about this quite a bit in the Katamrita. Uh, in the Devi Gita, she describes it in a very simple way. right? And you can think a tamasic bhakti is... Uh, um, uh, uh, without any consideration of the scrip- of scriptures, some people are uh, 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 that harm is done uh, in, in the name of devotion, right? Sometimes you'll kill animals, you'll kill people trying to worship God like this, right? You'll you 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 uh, fanaticism, violence, this type of stuff, or just uh, religion uh, worship out of ignorance. Here, Thomas means ignorance, you know. Um, and the Thakur describes it a little different, but this is in the Devi Bhagavatam. Rajasic Bhakti is done with show, right? Look, what the, like big yagyas and you know, and and uh, 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 and and so you get you get name and fame. You're devoted. You're worshiping God, but you're doing it with. Um, uh, f- actually, the problem is most religion is like this. We want we, we get so excited about religious things, but so that like, we feel good about ourselves, and everybody sees how spiritual we are. 
right? So that's that's uh, rajasic bhakti, a simple definition, right? Sattvic bhakti is that people do it only for sheer self You're only worshipping me, only to please me and to purify yourself in the light of the scriptures. You're following the scriptures properly uh, and the goal is to purify your heart and to worship me, right? But still not parabhakti. He says, but parabhakti only comes from sattvic bhakti, Ma says. It doesn't come from the other two. You have to work your way to Shirabhakti. Sh- sh- he says, because the problem is you still think you're separate from me. And that Parabhakti, not that we're trying to become God, that's what it's meant, but you, as long as there's, there's, it's not that Parasambit or uh, 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 experience, right? You're still making the, the subject and object between God and yourself is still separate. The Parabhakti, break, that breaks down, right? Where the love is so complete that you disappear and only, and only one exists. There's not two. It's not that you become God or that you're God, that only God is God. Only God exists, you know. In the fire, you throw it in the fire, what it becomes ash. Right? So back to this the Amrita, right? When you when you burn something in the fire, energy is released, right, and its name and form is destroyed, what's left? Right? So actually ash is the source of everything. Right? So this is ashes they call it vibhuti, glory. Right. So this is uh, uh, so but anyway, so this is uh, 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 according to um, in, 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 in the Devi Bhagavatam Sri Ramakrishna gives m- different uh, little he gives different examples very beautiful you can uh, Samaji would know probably in his mind better after we can discuss but he describes that tamasic bhakti is more like an attitude you can even you know it's like you know it's like you Dekoit. can because, like, like dequite right he says what you know you can force Ma, Ma, Ma you can force Ma to give you blessings what I worship to you you have to uh, yeah <laughs> you know this type of attitude this kind of attitude. you can force your will like a child can force uh, uh, even a misbehaved child has a right on his mom <laughs> right even you know a criminal child has a right on his mom right you know mom I'm taking you know like don't get in my way I'm taking money from your house you know like, <laughs> you, have, like, you can do like this right this is like that and, and then Rajasik Bhakti also is a little bit sh- out of show Right, and uh, it described like me. It has various types of fancy beads in between the rajaksha, like, <laughs> and uh, 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 and uh, and then uh, uh, sattvic bhakti. Sri Ramakrishna describes it is without any show, right? Private, and he says that nobody notices that they're nobody knows that they're doing puja. They think oh that that they meditate uh, 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 in their room under the mosquito curtain. Nobody knows, right? Nothing official, and they think oh he must have slept late. He he, sl- <laughs> he went. Th- he slept. He. W- he stayed up too late, not feeling good. He must have overslept, not knowing that he's meditating in his room. The Thakur gives, all, but then, but that's still not sufficient. That's uh, the step. Then you have to get Thakur. Uh, Parabhakti is there. Uh, um, uh, Shuddha Bhakti. He used pure. Uh, uh, used other names. What was the other Vaidhi Bhakti? And there's different. Thakur had his own. Uh, using the language of Vaishnava, Bengali Vaishnava tradition, he used the language to describe it. But uh, uh, but Thakur. In the in the Devi Bible time, it says if you're in Rajasic in Tamasic Bhakti, try to get into Rajasic Bhakti, and then to Sattvic Bhakti, so you can work your way to that Pada Bhakti by austerity to that highest pure state. Sri Ramakrishna, wherever you are, that's sufficient. You can realize God in any state, right? You know, through directly. You know, if you, if you you can you can demand to see Ma, you can force Ma to see you. You can you can you can see God by gunpoint, right? It's funny because there's a funny story. I may have told the story. There's a, 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 sto- a story that some Hare Krishna friends told me, Chaitanya Bhagavat told me, because uh, 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 they say though you can't Krishna is self-willed. You can't force your will on him, right? But he said, but that's not 100 percent true. So there is a a, a, a a traveling preaching party at the Hare Krishna many years in the 80s probably, 
and then uh, they had a motor home and they'd, they'd go school programs and do programs like that. And so in between programs, they're at a campsite, you know, some park or campsite like that. And, and, and they, had like a, they had a bus, and the back of the bus they had deities of, Gor- of Chaitanya, Nityananda, and, and like that. And so they're, they're, and so they're you know, they're, they're, uh, there's a certain, they call Vaishnava sports. These are Vedic sports, you know, that, uh, so like wrestling. Like so in between, in be- you know, when they're, you know, some of the boys are working out their energy. It's not an easy life traveling on the road. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're outside, you know, and they're shaved heads and no shirt and they're wrestling. And so somebody called, maybe, oh, they're skinheads or something. There's like a gang or, <laughs> right? So they call the police. And police come and say, no, 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 so we're just a religious group, we're traveling, but like, they call, they have to check inside, right, and look inside, and, 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 uh, 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 and says, what's this, what's that, oh, this is our kitchen, this is where we sleep, and they're showing, they're showing the police, trying to come, and what's behind the curtain, oh, that's where we have the, our deities, and then we see, no, no, you can't see in there, mm-hmm. right, they're asleep, you, know, you tell somebody, you can't go in there, mm-hmm. what do you mean you can't, it's like, oh, no, no, they're sleeping, I mean, there's somebody in there, right, so they pull out their guns. Right, <laughs> because the thing, and they're like, no, no, don't go in there, don't go in there. Like now, now it's like, now, now we know why we were called, right? So then, by gunpoint, they open the curtain <laughs> and saw the deity. So I sometimes think you can force by gunpoint, show me yourself. So that is Tamasic bhakti. It's still a way to see God, right? But Thakur, he wanted his disciples to become to worship God in the purest state, highest state. But also, Thakur would see even you know like all these stages. Every devotee is a devotee, right? Some are showy, some are a little ign- in darkness and light, and but everybody's worshiping God, right? And there's so many ways, so many paths. Uh, so he he was able to see people's uh, uh, whether they're worshiping God. So it's not meant to be a judge. Oh, that person's tamasic bhakti, and that person is rajasic bhakti. You know, Swami has a big beard, so he's definitely in, in rajasic bhakti, which is tr- true. But <laughs> I have a big beard in rajasic bhakti. But uh, 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 but the the point uh, is. Somehow, another to love to uh, to develop our love for God. This, uh, this is the fire, uh, Chidagnikun. Also, there is a mantra I forgot to mention. My favorite mantra in the in to that relates to the Chidagnikun Sambuta in the in the Lita Sasanama. She is that in the first verse, Lita Sasanama, Shri Mata Simhajarajni. She is though that that auspicious mother, who is the Empress, Maharajni. Sri Mata Maharaji, uh, um, what's the mantra? Sri Mata uh, She sits and, and she sits on on a lion throne where Chinglikunda Sambuta in the in the fire pit of consciousness, right? So the fire that's so he's a fire pit of, of awareness or fire pit of, of Kundalini, right? It, re- it re- refers to an ancient fire pit where the Devi came up in the Brahmana Purana, right? But it's 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 connected to this. It's co- these two mantras are considered. Uh, sister mantra, re- re- relating to the same fire, the fire of austerity, the fire of wisdom, the fire of kundalini. This is these are different ways of thinking of the same reality, that same pada sambit, the, the uh, sambit agni, the f- that fire of the uh, divine fire of awareness of union. Anyways, we'll leave it there tonight. Jai Thank you for your kind attention.